I'm Jordan Gill, and my business love language is efficiency. Because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? If your business depends on you, you don't own one. You have a job. We're here to fix that. Now, with over 150 episodes, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode number 151. Uh, so officially over the 150 mark, which is kind of banana pants, but also super awesome. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about another pretty recent project or thing that's been uh, going on in my business behind the scenes, which has kind of been fun sharing a little bit more prevalent, you know, as I'm doing business, getting to share with you guys different updates and challenges and all of that stuff along the way. So, uh, but first, before I dive into that, I do want to let you know that there are going to be some new workflows in the shop come Friday, I believe, if I know the date, whatever March 1st is. Uh, we have some new workflows coming in, and actually, we have new Op Squad members in the mix. Uh, if you are interested in getting more information about joining the Op Squad or like what the heck is that, uh, you can come over to the website and check out slash Op Squad, literally. So uh, you can go and check out that page for more information. Um, and enrollment is semi-closed right now, so there may be, you know, a pause button up at, uh, when you go check, but it will open up, um, or you can send me an email if, if you're interested. But anywho, I just want to share with you which workflows are going to be in the shop. So uh, first, we have Asana for graphic designers and website designers, which is going to be really awesome. That's going to be done by Miss Annika. And we also have Dubsado for wedding photography. So I love Annie's put together this really awesome workflow that is very, very specific to wedding photographers. And she gives you all the juice, email copy, all that stuff. Uh, Then we have Ellie and she is doing two workflows. One is FreshBooks 101 and the other one is FreshBooks for service providers specifically. So for people who serve clients, and then we have Miss Jenny Sunison. Uh, she's all social, all amazingness, and she's sharing about Tailwind 101, which honestly I'm going to be watching personally because Pinterest is part of my strategy moving forward. So I will definitely be tuning in there. Latrice is doing Acuity 101. So y'all know Acuity is like my freaking favoritest jam of life. So uh, if you've never stepped foot into Acuity, shame on you, but also just go check out um, the the workflows at the shop if, if you're interested. And then Mariah is doing Trello 101. So for all of you non-Asana people, aka really Trello people, uh, we finally have some opportunities in the shop for you to check out. Um, then last but not least, we have Miss Katya, who is doing a new client onboarding for one-time offers. So if you are hosting intensives or VIP weekends or things of that nature, then this is for you, really for coaches and consultants. So that is the rundown of the new workflows that are going to be 
excuse me, um, in the shop. If you want to sign up to get any of these workflows on the actual first, which every single first of the month, we hold a sale of new workflows for $97. And so if you want any of these workflows for $97 for the only time, uh, then go and sign up. If you just go to systemsaving.com, literally. And at the very top, there's a bar. You just send us your name and email. You are not added to our main uh, promotional list. You're just added to our, or excuse me, you're not added to our big main list. You are only added to our promotionals list. So that is um, that. So let's dive in. What's been going on outside of the shop uh, is something really exciting. I am hiring my first well, I guess technically second. Um, I had hired somebody in this role similarly at the very beginning of my business, um, but I'm hiring uh, actually two ongoing roles in my business, which feels really intense. I don't know if you guys have hired people ongoing before, but it is a commitment, right? And as I teach and I'm a huge advocate for people to hire, Uh, I tend to hire more project-based folks just from the nature of my business. But now that I have things ongoing and happening, I've got to make it happen. So I've made the leap. Uh, One, I I guess, uh, person that has joined the the team is Miss Amy from Australia. She's got a great accent that I cannot uh, recreate. And she is the copywriter here at um, System Save Me. So um, she's going to be redoing all of our product descriptions, helping with Facebook ad copy and a variety of other copy that's happening uh, on the site. And then what I really want to dive in with you guys about is a virtual assistant. So I decided that I needed a virtual assistant because I am looking to be able to take on more visibility projects and I need to also have time to do a lot of different things for our Facebook ads for the shop. And I'm just not finding the time to do it because there's other things happening. You know, I do VIP weekends. I also run a podcast agency and, you know, life is happening. So I just was like, you know what, I need to make this happen. And what's funny is I know a lot of virtual assistants and I've hired virtual assistants before and I went a completely different route for this particular position and I want to be able to share it with you. So hopefully you can take some of my nuggets and juicy tidbits when it comes to the hiring process um, and incorporate that when you're looking to hire, um, hopefully someday soon. Uh, So Really, the first thing was I was thinking about where do I want to post this? And I'm very intentional about if I want somebody from kind of our online shenanigan or if I want to hire somebody that has absolutely no idea anything about the industry and I get to train them in the way that I want them to work. And I would say more times than not for ongoing positions, I tend to hire outside of the industry. And, but for really specific tasks, um, I'm, I tend to hire very, um, very much specialists. Um, and this position is kind of specialist, but really, I guess more on, on the generalist spectrum. So I decided to go outside of the online business circle and actually posted the job on career contessa. 
which is a, I guess, website, blog situation where women who want to, I guess, better themselves in professional and personal development, they can go to Career Contessa and they have tons of information and all that good stuff. The reason I chose Career Contessa was because of the fact that I knew if they were on that platform, then they were somebody who valued professional development very, very highly. And so um, I paid $100, that's how much it is, to post on their site. Um, And that was the only place that I posted. So if you're like, Jordan, what the F? I'm a VA. Why couldn't I have applied for this position? It's because I was very specific in who I wanted in this position. I wanted somebody who was most likely coming out of college uh, or uh, maybe hadn't had a lot of jobs because I didn't really want somebody, again, who had had a lot of experience because I would have the ability to train them. Um, So that was number one. Um, And secondly, I really just created a very simple lead pages that funneled people into um, then applying for the actual um, position, the actual application, which I just put in Google Forms, honestly. So, because I like to look at things through spreadsheets and I could have done it through Airtable, but yada, yada, whatever. So, um, I just want to tell you a few quick stats. So, actually, 49 people applied in about I think it was right under three weeks. So we actually, um, what was it? I looked at applications for about a week and a half. Then I spoke to my top two candidates um, in the next like week, four days to a week. And then I made my decision shortly thereafter. So there were people still applying, even though I had, I had chosen my top two and we're going to be chatting with them. So, uh, it was really, um, it was a really cool experience. And with the actual application, there were, or it's not application description. I do want to read with you a few key things that candidates that I chose, what really stood out to them. So one thing that um, that stood out to them was the fact that I said things like, you must enjoy details and consider yourself a perfectionist. If I say color code this, you'll squeal with glee, right? I want people who are excited about color coding and organization and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and I also, you know, mentioned you have to be tech savvy. Um, you don't have to need to code, but software doesn't scare you. Because again, I run an online business. Welcome to my life. So I also let them know that it was remote so they can work from anywhere and it doesn't require a normal nine to five availability, which is also important because if people who are looking at this position are thinking, oh, like, you know, what are the opportunity, you know, what is, when will I have to work? And if I work a nine to five, will I be able to take on this other part-time position? So, um, so I put all of that together and then, um, led to an actual dis- uh, application. So I, you know, the application was pretty straightforward in the sense of name, email, city, state, um, cause I wanted to know where they were located. Um, and then just like, I created a few typical-ish questions of just, you know, tell me about yourself, education, internships, jobs, any relevant work. No need to just copy paste your resume, just be human. Uh, Because I really wanted to get their voice 
and um, get be able to read it with a sort of energetic vibe situation. And then I asked, how would your last boss describe your personality? Um, so that was uh, a fun question to read through as well. I also asked, y'all know this, if, if you have ever been to my websites, I always ask about Myers-Briggs type and top five strengths. So again, are they highly um, self-aware. And then I also included a link to actually have them go take their Myers-Briggs types. So I wanted to see if they went the extra mile and did it. And honestly, I had, I didn't have a single person not take it or at least not know their Myers-Briggs. So that was positive. Um, and then I asked how many hours obviously they have currently available to support me. Um, I also want to know what their overall career goal was, um, work in a certain industry, have your own business, all that stuff. Because I understand an, an assistant normally um, isn't where people just want to like stay and float. So I, I want somebody who, again, has some sort of idea of what they want to do and how I can support them to do that. Now, this is where it gets really fun. OK, so y'all are probably going to giggle at this because I sure had just all sorts of laughs. Um This is where I ask situational questions. And I do want to shout out um, Ramit Sethi. Um, that is R-A-M-I-T-S-E-T-H-I. Uh, he has a course actually called Delegate and Done that is fantastic for hiring specifically like an executive assistant role for your business. And it's like $2.97, I think. It's brilliant. Um, and this is where I got, I've always done situational questions, but I didn't know what kind of situational questions to do for this particular position. Uh, so I'm going to read to you um, a few of the questions that I did. I, I only did four. Um, so I'm going to um, share with you probably three out of the four of them, because I think the drasticness of the answers uh, will be pretty shocking to you because it kind of was for me. So the first question uh, was, I just messaged you that I left my sunglasses out of Starbucks downtown. How would you get them back to me? There were a few things that I wanted them to be able to tell me. I wanted them to notice that I was in Dallas, Texas. And if you are in California and your answer says, you know, I'll go and pick them up. I know that you didn't do your research and didn't see that I was in Dallas, Texas, and I need you to be a detail oriented person. So get your life. Um, secondly, I was looking at how resourceful they were. If they were like, oh, like, you know, I would ask them if they have them. If they did, then I would call you and, and schedule a time to pick up your sunglasses. I don't want to pick up my sunglasses. That's the whole point is I need you to deal with this and I do not want to be involved. Right. Um, and not in like a, I'm too good for this way. It is literally the reason this position exists is to take things off my plate. And so it, it was really interesting to see that. And the person that I ended up going with, this was her answer. Uh, find out which Starbucks, call them, ask them to see if they can find the glasses, call an Uber to pick them up and drive them to you. If that's not an option, find a courier service that would do that. Amen. I, you're hired. Uh, so, so you can see the drasticness of, of answers to that question and how I can find a lot of insight in how people answer these types of questions. You can totally steal them as well. I stole it from Ramit. Anyway, the next question I asked was, I need to go to Chicago in the next month for four days for a conference. What steps would you take to help me? What was brilliant about the the 
woman that I now have hired as my assistant is she first things first. And this sounds so silly is she put bullet points in her answer, which obviously makes it much easier for me to read than a massive paragraph that a lot of people sent me. Um, and it's the little things like that, that you get to see. Um, and again, she said, find out where the conference is. She didn't say like, oh, you know, I would ask you, you know, what hotel the conference is at so I can book you at that hotel or I would do this or no. Like she, I would have said, you know, I need to go to Chicago the next four months for XX conference. She would go and research where that conference is. She would pull together what information I might need for the conference, like registration, map sessions, put it into, um, Google Drive and also um, a Google invite. Um, and then also like finding out if I have enough business cards to take to the conference, if I need a portable charger. Guys, I can't even tell you uh, like all of the things. Just know that she's basically a superstar. Um, and then there was a difference in that answer. Then uh, this would be uh, some some answers that I didn't really like are together we can put an organized plan in place in regards to logistics no i don't i don't want to do this um so really what i'm looking for is somebody who will take this off my plate obviously the the gal that i ended up moving forward with um did that so that was again the difference in somebody who knows how to be a self-starter, knows how to take my information and run with it and not bother me anymore. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to not be bothered. Not because you don't have, you know, that I'm not wanting to be available for answers and her questions and, and all of that. It's just, you know, I want to be able to, again, shortcut a lot of things. And y'all know I'm a systems person anyway, so people are clearly going to have enough information in their SOPs. However, I, I just want to see how quick on their feet people are. And lastly, the last question I asked was, I just messaged you ASAP to take care of an urgent task ASAP, but you've never done it before. For example, my shop products are showing on sale when they shouldn't be. How would you handle this? Guys, this was a crazy question. Uh, lots of craziness going on. So um, this one, uh, the one that I hired and the one that I feel like gave a really great answer was assuming that we've covered the shop high level, I'd go into the help section and at least some, you know, find some sort of article around it. If not, Googling never hurts. If we haven't covered it, I would get the login information and start with the help section, go from there um, and give myself an amount of time to attempt, but without spinning my wheels and not get to the point of going in circles, I would reach out to you um, if I had any direct questions to move forward. Um, so this was good because that means that she at least went and attempted to find the answer. And if she felt like she couldn't, then she came to me. Um, so again, I don't want to be bothered with this, obviously, if I'm giving it to you. So literally somebody who did not clearly get, um, hired was somebody who said I would shut down the site immediately. Uh, no, you won't. Please don't touch my site. Um, there were people who said things like, well, I would sit down with you and learn all the things about your website and get very familiar with, you know, whatever. I said, 
clearly they didn't read urgent task ASAP. Um, and you know, to sit down and have me explain to you all the different bits and pieces of their website is not how I want to spend my time. And you guys know, again, I have SOPs for all these things. So it's, it's, it's not like this actually would happen per se. I just want to see how they would react to me giving them an urgent task that they wouldn't know how to handle. So that really is, um, how I then took it to the next level and, and interviewed two gals who were both lovely. And I honestly had a really hard time choosing between them, which made it really difficult. Uh, but I ultimately, um, chose one Miss Laura and, um, actually, um, she's going to be coming. I'm flying her down from New York next week to spend two days with me to really get acclimated in my business, to get a game plan for our 90 day trial period, which I also suggest for any business owner. So she technically has not been hired yet. Um, I'm paying her per month for, you know, 10 hours a week to start on some trial tasks. That's one to see if she likes working with me. It's two to see if I like working with her and three to see if she even likes what it is that she's doing. Right. So that is kind of the next step in my hiring, uh, or I guess onboarding side of things. So she's, you know, signed her W9, her contract, um, she'll be getting paid here shortly. And, she has her email, Slack, all of that good stuff. So we've, we've started with the, I guess, technical side of the onboarding, but um, the rest of it is uh, going to be happening next week. So I'm really excited to be sharing with you guys, again, the kind of behind the scenes of what's going on over here at the System Sammy shop. And uh, hopefully you guys have been enjoying these episodes. I actually just checked and I think my last like personal episode I did was like one of the highest ones, um, at least top five. So, um, I'm gonna keep on doing these, uh, once a month to not only update you about what new workflows are coming in the shop, but also, uh, just what's going on back here. Cause that's something that I've done a lot of market research on and y'all want to know what I'm up to apparently. So here you have it. Uh, so again, if you want to know when these uh, new workflows come into the shop, then go to systemsammy.com. At the very top, there's a yellow bar that will show up and it will prompt you to send your name and email to us and put you on the promotional list. Uh, so definitely let me know on Instagram if you've been enjoying this um, podcast. Uh, I'm big on Instagram stories. So just tag me at systemsaveme or hashtag systemsaveme, whatever you want to use. Um, I check both. So um, thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Save Me. Don't forget to check out the Workflow Template Shop at systemsaveme.com to help you work less and make more. See you next week.